Welcome to the Appeal Unfiltered, the premier destination for in-depth interviews in the culture, hip-hop, media, entertainment, and all things Atlanta. My name is Naima Abdullahi, aka Nimer Dreamer, and my co-host. I'm Brie Renee, straight from the A. And we have a very influential woman in the hip-hop game, Reese. Reese, we wanted to bring you on because, sis, you behind every major brand in the industry, and we want to celebrate you. Thank you guys for, you know, even thinking about me because, um, yeah, the rap industry, the industry period is, is male-dominated, and the women don't get the... Um, they don't get the appreciation and, and, and they're just doing the credits and none of that that they're supposed to get. And truth be told, the women basically do all of the work, honestly, you know, and other people just come in and take credit for it. So, yeah, I appreciate you guys, but you, I, I know Bree and I, and I know you, so you guys know stuff that I've done. So, you know, you guys know, you know, basically what women do. <laughs> Right. You, like you say, been the backbone for a lot of different artists. And over the past 10 years, I think recently we met maybe like 10, 12 years ago, and you were already working with some big names then. And I just want to ask, like, when it comes to management with these artists, right, and you working with them, and what's like the biggest thing you tell a new artist when you starting to work with somebody fresh in the game, and you know, you got all this experience, you don't work with everybody. What's something you tell like all of your new artists starting out? Like, look, this is something you got to understand about the game. I mean, it's timing, it's, it's your work, it's their work ethic, it's basically their music, because the music is going to take you where you got to go, you know, I mean, I don't just, and if you, if you pay attention, you see, I don't just work with anybody. Every artist I have worked with has became a star. Mm -hmm. So I don't, I don't just take on anybody. You have to, for me to take you on, you have to have the star quality, you have to have the music. You have to have the work ethic. You have to have all of that for me to take you on. And for those who don't know, let's go into your Rolodex. Who all have you worked with in the industry from when you first got started to this day? We may be aware of it, but we want to make sure the audience knows just how um, instrumental you've been in creating megastars. I be having to remember myself like the stuff that I've done. So I had to jot that down. I was like, darn, I forgot I did that. I forgot that, you know, I forgot that. So. Um, the artists that I've worked with, i worked with. Um, the first artist I ever worked with was Gucci. Gucci was the first artist I worked with, and I started out working with him by um, booking him. I was a promoter at first. I was booking him shows, and I booked him all around Florida. You know, we went up and down Florida doing shows or whatever, and then we just became, like, good friends. And um, that's what – because I'm originally from Tampa, Florida. So that, that's what led me to Atlanta. Him wanted me to come up here every weekend to work with him. And um, his, that the, the label he was at the time was Big Cat Records. And me and Big Cat became good friends by me come, you know, coming up there working with Gucci. Yeah, I've been a, a part of a lot of big movements from uh, uh, Gucci, uh, Gorilla Zoe, Young Jock, um, Jacquees, <laughs> Jacquees, um, that's my baby. I've, he's been with me since he's been like 14 years old, and I'm still working with him today. So, um, goodness, it's Migos, um, Wale, um, Roscoe Dash, uh, 
the list goes on and on. I can't, <laughs> I can't even think right now. Um, yeah, putting together the whole, you know, like I don't even get my credit for putting putting together the whole uh, quality control, which was um, Dirty Dollar first, and then it went over to 1479, which was a studio when P actually wanted to stop doing music and just run a studio, and then to Quality Control with the Migos, Young Greatness, um, OG mm -hmm. Maco, you know, all of those, you know, Johnny Seco, Jose Guapo, you know, there's a lot of people over there that I work with. Um, Young Thug, of course, um, Pee Wee Longway, Chinks Drugs, God Bless the Dead from New York, was with the Coke Boys. Um, I really can't name, I really don't, there's really not too many people that I haven't worked with, so. <laughs> As you're saying that list, what a blessing to be a blessing, right? Right, 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 and 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 that's what and 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 that goes back back to the credit and the acknowledgement and all of that. Like, I'm just happy to be a you know to be able to be a blessing to to these guys. And you know, don't get me wrong, I don't really care about the credit as long as I get my money. You know, right. so um, yeah. But as far as the credit, you know, everybody else get the credits for you know these big artists or whatever. But it's okay. Speaking of credit, right, are there any artists, maybe you named one or maybe it's somebody else that you worked with that you were like, I knew this person was going to be a star from the jump, but maybe everybody else didn't see it. And then you'd be like, I told y'all. You, you already know who that is. Wale. Young, young Thug. Oh, Thug. Okay. You saw it for Thug and, and everybody else didn't quite see it, but you was like, I know it's going to be a hit. Yeah, that that anybody with in the industry would tell you every time they see me, they I was like, this is my little superstar. Mm -hmm. Like this is my like every time I they see me with the um Meek could tell you, Wale could tell everybody would tell you like I was champion for the. But basically now that I proved myself, basically I could be like, Oh, this is such and such and he's gonna do this and now people are, will pay attention to what I'm saying because of the success that I've had. As a woman in the industry, what advice do you give to young women who want to achieve the success you achieved? Because I know it's not easy being a woman in the game, first of all. Right, no, it's, it's definitely, it's, it's not, it's not. But see, I'm not in competition with anyone and I'm willing to learn and, and I learn a lot every day from different people. Like when I was at Block Entertainment, I learned a lot from Rico from Rico Brooks. I just sat back and I watched. So, you know, I just take in, I just absorb a lot of stuff from people, from different people and how they do this and how they do that. So I know not where, where what not to do and what to do. So I just absorb stuff. And um, yeah, I would tell females like, you gotta build your relationships, keep your legs closed. That's something you actually told me early on in my career. You was like, look, you cute and beautiful. And, and this, if you want to be in this industry, you need to keep them legs closed. They're going to be at you. Yeah. But, and, they, and once they have you, they're not going to respect you anymore. Right. So that's why I could go and be around uh, uh, anybody because, you know, once the guys have you, they be like, oh, I don't want her around no more. And, and I'm not going to be that girl. Right. So you, uh, I want my money. I'm here for my coin. I'm here to, you know, build a legacy for me, my kids, my family, you know, that's what I'm here for. I'm not here to, you know, be with none of these guys or anything. So yeah, you just got to come in, do your work, do what you got to do. I mean, I've, 
I, I actually do, I don't, I manage artists, but I do more than that. I do a lot of stuff. I do A&R. I put together No Hands record. Like, I, I do a lot. Whatever is, is going to help us get to the, to the finish line and put a, a W on our board, that's what I'm going to do. You said the No Hands record. Tell me about that. The No Hands record. Oh, God, that's really crazy. And Gucci still acts to the day. Like, how did y'all get a, a hit record in my session? <laughs> um, but um, that came along. At that time, I was working with Roscoe Dash, Walker, Roscoe Dash, and Wale didn't even know each other that day. Um, I was just come. Gucci had just came home from jail. Um, I was just coming off the road with Roscoe Dash, and you know, I immediately when we got back, I immediately went to the studio patchwork where so to see Gucci because I had not seen him. Um, and I told Roscoe Dash, when you know, get situated, come up there. I want you to meet him. Da this, da that. So you know, Walker was up there. The whole label was up there. Everybody was up there, and I just so happened walking in the back room where Gucci was, and he was like. Uh, you know, we were just in a talking, chopping it up, whatever, whatever. And Wale was in there. And he was getting ready to go somewhere. So before he left, he was just like, Reese, this is Wale. You know, he came down here to see me, whatever, whatever, from D.C. Um, treat him like you treat us, you know. Um, I, I'm going to run off. I'll be back. Okay, cool. So we end up, you know, just back and forth because Gucci had the whole studio. Drummer Boy was in one room doing beats. Everybody was in different rooms doing beats. And just happened, me and Waka was in, we um, went into the room that drum boy was in there doing beats and me and Walker was talking and Walker liked the beat. And, and at the same time as we hearing this beat and Walker, you know, like he just, he liking the beat. Roscoe Dash ends up pulling up and, you know, he comes in the room where me and Walker was and, you know, he was like, um, he liked the beat too. So he went and put a verse on the beat and then you know, they were just in there working on the beat. I was like, damn, this shit is hard. So, you know, Drama ended up doing his producing. Roscoe Dash ended up putting a hook on the beat. And so, you know, I forgot that Wale was um, even in the back room, was in the back. So I was like, oh, let me go check on this boy. So I'll go back there and I check on him. And I'm like, hey, um, do you want to come? Because, you know, he was just sitting there waiting for Gucci to come back. I was like, hey, do you want to come put a... Um, verse on this song they ain't working on the song or whatever and he was like i yeah i need to charge my phone this right third so i wouldn't got him a charge or whatever so he went and um he charged his phone he came in there and then he went straight in the booth and he did he did a verse in like no more than five minutes and he didn't do no ad-libs he didn't do no nothing so you know i'm looking at him like that it the verse was hard but i'm like you're not gonna do no <laughs> Ad-libs, no, nothing, yeah. or whatever. He was, no, it's good. it's fine like that. So, drum boy was like, it don't need no ad-libs. Let, you know, so then Walker came and did his part, and we had a smash, you know, and that's, to date, their biggest record. All three of them, their biggest record. Look at that. Women in hip-hop orchestrating. Yeah. <laughs> And it took you, it took you go checking up on him. He was waiting for Gucci. Like, you mind spending the 16 real quick? Yeah, it was, that was a beautiful night. And then the next day, Gucci heard the song. He was like, how the hell y'all get a hit record in my session? And like, because it was his session. Well, you know, we was there just coming to see him, but people was working, work, you know, people work with Gucci, but it ended up being a walk of record. And that's really a testament to being sometimes in the, like Wale was in the right place. Yeah. yeah. And tell us about a time in your career where you was like, 
I was just in the right place at the right time, or that was God that put me there and in and, and it my career would be completely different had I not just been in that place. You know what I'm saying? You got any of those moments? That's just even me just meeting Gucci, period. After that, that's when all the doors start opening from for me when, you know, after I learned, you know, hanging with him and Big Cat and Black Magic and all the artists that Big Cat Cat Big Cat Big Cat had over there and Mojo and you know all of the guys that used to be with Gucci. If it wasn't for him, I really would wouldn't be be doing this. And the biggest thing that I love about your success is, you know, you stay true to your day ones and that helps you stay so grounded in the game. Like in the hip hop game, it's so easy to lose yourself in the success and compromise a little bit of yourself and your, uh, you know, authenticity and all of this. Like what keeps you grounded? Because you've seen the ups and downs of other people's success. Like what keeps you kind of like grounded in the process? My family, my kids, you know, I have to, I, I have kids that I have to provide for. I have grandkids I have to provide for. So um, like all of that keeps me grounded in the relationships that I have with my guys. You know, we're like family. All of us are like family. So, you know, I don't think I'm better than nobody. You know, I've seen people go to the top. I've seen people fall. I've seen I've I've seen it all. Um, you know, not saying that he felt you know, I had YC with the Racks on Racks record with Future and you know, I seen how fast future like it was crazy, like all that was crazy. Future was with us at damn near every day in the studio, and this one record is it, it just took both of them out of here, like you know. So you know, stuff just it could it could stuff could happen so fast. I'm just thankful to be where I am and to be a part of everything that's going on. What's something a lesson you learned along the way, or something you do to try to keep that balance? You know what? I, I I believe in I believe in God foremost and I believe everything in life happened for a reason, right? I had my kids at an early age. If I would have kids right now, it's no way in the world I would be able to do what I'm doing right now. Mm -hmm. If I have had would be having kids right now. So thank God I had my kids at an early age. So they're grown now. Right. You know. So um, you know, they come see me, I go see them or whatever, but they're grown. I, they're not babies. I don't have to attend to them. You know, I talk to them every day, but they're not babies. So, and you work so closely with a lot of artists, like you said, they become family. Has there ever been like a time where you had to like step away, almost like, and really draw that line? Like, okay, we are family, but this is what I need from you on the business side. Like, I have to remind them to, or or not check them, but you know what I'm saying? Just make that that boundary clear no okay that's good no because i mean if my boys know if i ask them to do something it's it's, it's beneficial to them it's beneficial for all of us it's for uh, all of us to put a w on the board so like you no, know, I've, I've never had a problem with no artists that i work for not wanting to do what i need them to do Mm -hmm. That's great. That means they respect your authority and they know they respect your vision and what you yes. When I first reached out to you like three years ago, I really wanted to interview Gucci. Um, but because you called him, he pulled up to the TV station. And the first thing he said when he came into the TV station, he's like, I ain't never been on the news for something positive. 
And it really made me think like how often our stories in the hip hop industry make the wrong headlines where we never pay attention to the good that hip hop does for the community. Like, you know, how powerful is it where, you know, for someone like him, his road of redemption is so public that now it's inspiring the younger generation to know that they can make it out of the roadblocks. And he was so happy about that interview. He was so, you see, we got down time and everything. You see, he was so happy about that interview. I couldn't believe it. I was, I was, he beat me there. He was sitting outside waiting on me. And I thought he was going to be the late one. That's been my friend for over 15 years. You can't tell me nothing about him. I'm going to ride with him, whether he's right or wrong. If, if I know he wrong, I'm going to tell him he was wrong. And he knows that. Like, it's been plenty of times he's been wrong. And I tell him, he'll ask me recently. And I tell him the truth. But I know what type of person he is. And that versus battle was really a moment of growth for the city. Like the culture won with that versus battle. You know, for you to see that moment come into full circle, what was your reaction when you saw that moment? I loved that. And I and, and me, myself, I was, I, I, I was praying for it. I wanted it to happen because I felt like he needed that because they haven't had a conversation about, you know, that what went on. How do you center yourself with mental health? Because, you know, like in the game, we, you know, we see so many of our young artists um, become victims of gun violence. Like, how do you make sure that you have mental health so that you take care of you and your well-being? Girl, I pray. I pray. I pray. I, I pray so much and I just stay out the way. I stay home and I just, you know, try to keep everything around me positive and all that. I, I, I pray a lot. Where do you think hip hop would be without women? Whether it be artists or women like you behind the scenes? I don't know. I just know us women do a lot for these guys. We do more than the guys around them do for them. So... I mean, I don't know. Yeah, like we, that's why on Appeal 2, we wanted to sit down with women like you, the queens behind the brand, because you guys are the ones like being the backbone and pushing it and keeping things together and putting out those fires. And like you said, stepping up and going above beyond, like creating hit records, like uh, no hands. So yeah, I think like you said, it would uh, a major, it, it would be felt if women weren't in hip hop, for sure. One question I wanted to ask you is, were there ever any moments where you felt like giving up and walking away from the game? No, no. I love my job. I love what I do. I love my boys. Um, I love everybody that I work with. Like I said, it's everybody is like family to me now. So, um, and, and again, you gotta remember, I'm not from Atlanta. So, you know, don't, the people I'm, I'm with every day are, my guys, the people that I work with, the people that I've done stuff for. So, you know, it's like family. I like, you know, even when I'm, I'm having stuff going on in my family life, they comfort me. It's amazing to see like, you know, how grounded you are. The women in the industry, you know, they don't do it for the applause. They don't do it for the limelight. They don't do it for the praise. They do it from the heart. And the fact yeah. that you are a blessing to so many other people, because of you being a blessing, you helping them feed their family because you put them in a position to win. Um, and that's the greatest gift that God gave you. I'm happy to be a blessing. Like even with the Migos and Drake, like when Drake walked into birthday bash, he came straight to me, hey, Reese, you know, whatever, whatever. You got Migos over here without a dressing room at the time that wasn't really popping. And, and I'm like, Drake, I want you, you know, have you ever heard of Migos? I want you to meet the Migos. And 
Drake didn't say bring them to me. He was like, come on, let's go. And I took Drake to them, and then he jumped on Versace. Like, you know, and like, I, I'm, I, I love that. I love seeing stuff like that. I love being a part of stuff like that. Wow, that is the greatest untold story. Right. Have you ever shared that story before? Um, not really, Mom. No, because, um, again, I don't get a lot of credit for the stuff that I've done. I'm not upset about it, it I, you know, because at the end of the day, like I said, I'm concerned about me being able to feed my family. I'm not upset about nobody not giving me credit for the stuff that I've done, but I know what I've done. The boys, the guys that I work for, they know what I've done, and, you know, like, and when they see, people see interviews and stuff like this, that's why I say thank you for having me because, you know, I have, a, and it's just so crazy because 2021, this past month, a lot of people have been reaching out to me to interview me, want to do a book on me, want to do this, want to do that. And I'm like, whoa, what's going on? You know? So, um, yeah. And then when you reached out the other day, I was like, okay, that, yeah, let's. You know, let's do this because you know I'm I'm really camera shy. I really like to play the back. Yeah. You never see me really in the front. Uh, I I love to play the back. I just love to get the job done. I really hope 2021 you continue sharing your story, um, because you know it's like we don't do it for the credit, but I think you sharing everything you've done will help inspire somebody else because they may not know all you've achieved behind closed doors. A lot of women out there that are like you that want to be in the music industry that don't necessarily want to be an artist or in the limelight and don't know how they could fit in and still make history. So I think you're a great testament to that as well. We need the book, Reese. We need the book. <laughs> right. I, I want, I, a lot of people have been approaching me about a book, doing a book. Like, I mean, on Untold's, like, like you said, just the creating of that song or how you introduce them, like, that's important because I think it shows people too not being afraid to speak out. Building relationships is key because if I had not known Drake that day, you know, and he walked in the building, and that wouldn't happen. Him being a friend of mine and being able to do, introduce him to a uh, up and coming act that, you know, Gucci wanted me to start working with, I love that. When they called, I was in New York. With Wale, when uh, Pete called me, it was like, we just got Drake vocals back. I was like, what? I didn't know it was going to happen that fast. It was like within three to four days. Thank you so much for checking in on the Appeal Unfiltered with Reese, the legend, the icon, and we can't wait to share your story on our platform. Thank you. Thank y'all for having me. I love you girls. Thank y'all.